Hi everyone. Welcome to Clement's Diary. This is a leadership podcast and we are on episode 4. Uh, and today we are looking at leadership in 3D. That is determination for excellence, decreed discipline, and desire for integrity. I would like to start uh, this podcast with uh, sharing uh, with you the conversation that I had with a friend of mine. We were discussing about COVID-19 vis-a-vis global warming and everything that is happening on uh, in the world right now. And uh, in our discussion, uh, it came out that uh, just like uh, we need to take uh, body temperatures when you go to supermarket, when you go to any place, uh, your temperature has to be checked and everything and everything. Uh, it is all about checking the temperature. Uh, we say that uh, also we need to be keen and also be checking the temperature of the earth. Uh, every now and then because the global warming the green gas emissions that we've released uh, that has caused global warming also we need to have our tabs uh, on the temperatures of the earth and also just like we are trying all we can to ensure that uh, we keep our temperatures uh, uh, within the limits that are required by keeping ourselves safe, sanitizing, uh, social distancing. It's the same thing with, uh, with planet Earth. We need to take care, good care of it. We need to start being keen on it. Uh, we reduce the green gas emission. We need to be keen and treat the earth well for posterity purposes. That was our discussion, and that is just a digress. Uh, so let's get back to our today's podcast. I would like to start uh, with uh, one of my mentors, Dr. Miles Munro. Uh, in his book, The Spirit of Leadership, uh, he pointed out that leadership is about attitudes, mentality, and mindset. Uh, he further emphasized that uh, the thoughts of a person determines the direction that the person takes and therefore it is imperative to know the source of your thoughts uh, in this case now uh, let's just look at uh, at it from a different angle one of the major source of our thoughts is uh, our education system uh, what we are taught in school so that means that a dysfunctional education that perpetuates hate prejudice heartlessness we raise a dysfunctional leadership. Uh, that is important. That is important and an important key to note. What are the sources of your thought life? What is the driving force? What uh, drives you? Uh, what drives your thought life? Because what drives your thought life determines what you're thinking, and what you're thinking is what you are basically. So when you're looking at when we are looking at leadership in 3D we are keen uh, to look at uh, determine excellency and uh, it is uh, imperative that we understand the root of our thoughts So I'll just like to ask you a simple question 
and you need to answer yourself honestly these are rhetorical questions that it is you who and you alone who has the answers how do you view yourself have you allowed your environment your grades or even uh, the color of your skin the dialect you speak the color of your eyes the height your height uh, the level of education defines you honestly speaking if you answer that question correctly then uh, that will determine the sources of your thought life so be careful with the source of your thoughts protect your mind your mind uh, is a cistern of uh, clean water if you allow it to be if you pollute it then you mess it up so protect it as a cistern of clean water do not allow it to be polluted by thoughts that negate your leadership spirit so let's look at this uh, 3d uh, number one 3d is determination for excellence uh, d williams points out that uh, and i quote directly real leadership necessitates curious disposition in pursuit of the rigorous exploration and testing of alternatives that generate the best pathway forward for the group that is dr dian williams uh, when he is looking at real leadership uh, the element of curiosity comes out uh, the, the pursuit uh, and uh, the pursuit for rigorous exploration uh, testing of alternatives uh, and generating the best best pathway that uh, your followers need to to follow that one uh, is key so already in this 3d we are picking up uh, key things that will come out as we go forward as we continue in this podcast we'll be able to handle most of them and i want to put a word of caution leadership excellency or excellence in leadership has nothing to do with perfectionism and uh, it has nothing to do at all with perfectionist leader and on a very light note and uh, on the other hand on a very serious note a perfectionist leader most of the time are pseudo leaders because they have a yardstick that they do not adhere to you know them they have principle that they do not follow you know them uh, and they have morality that they do not abide to you know them that's uh, when you look at it from that angle you realize that uh, perfectionism has nothing to do with excellency thus leadership excellency means being on the road towards what is better more successful it puts demand on uh, a leader to be committed to development and improvement and having a strategy to mitigate the challenges for example one major challenge is uh for development and improvement is corruption and i don't want to dwell there i've noted uh, from previous uh podcast that when it comes to corruption i talk too much and uh, i get too emotional with it so i'll not go there but it is something that needs to be rooted out uh, if uh, we are going to achieve any f- semblance of development and improvement both at individual level 
business level government level whichever way we need to root it out uh, I'll also like to bring to your attention uh, our founding fathers at independence there were challenges that were confronting our development and our improvement and they made their diagnosis and they noted that one major challenge was illiteracy poor health and inequality and they came up with strategies uh, to overcome these challenges it is up to you to scrutinize uh, study them and see if their strategies worked or they did not and also because we have the advantage of uh, viewing the whole thing from aerial point of view it is up to you to study and see if the diagnosis of the problems at independence uh, were the only major challenges we were confronting if you ask me at independence most countries uh, uh, they faced tribalism uh, they faced nepotism uh, they faced uh, ideological problems uh, people did not know if they should be capitalist or communist there were so many things that were issues uh, then uh, neo-colonialism uh, was an issue because most of uh, our founding fathers had studied abroad and uh, their mentality had their mindset had already changed and uh, because they had uh, had experience in a different planet in a different continent and uh, it all impacted on them we cannot judge them harshly they did the best they could for us it is uh, as a result of what they did that we are where we are today uh, a wise man said that uh, we stand on the shoulders of those who went ahead of us and um, different proverbs in Africa they point out that uh, an elder is able to see far they are able to see things that are going to happen things that are happening uh, from afar while seated yet when a youth or a young person is standing or even with binoculars cannot see what they see so that is uh, their bragging point and uh, it is well deserved from experience we've noted that uh, always uh, begin to listen to the wisdom of the elders that is not the case for our discussion today so i will uh, go back to 3d in leadership you know uh, you as a leader and you have your followers on instagram you have your followers on facebook you have your followers on whatsapp you have followers all facebook you have followers all around you have followers at your place of work you have followers uh, with your gang that you ride with uh, so 
you're a leader so let's discuss things that will help you uh, in pursuit in pursuit of determined excellence Michael Lee points out key issues and he says that uh, for the determined excellence it must be scrutinized from two angles one angle is uh, task wise and another one is relationship wise for the task wise uh, he elaborates and uh, i picked up from there uh, he says uh, cast a clear and inspiring vision without a vision people perish we are taught so the clarity in vision is important to avoid perishing once the people buy into your vision driving the vision becomes an easy task therefore make sure that your team your group your followers the citizenry understands your goals and why those goals make sure that uh, they are in tandem and in line with the aspirations and the vision that you've put in place not by force not by coercion but by clarity in vision and that will provide sense of purpose and motivation another taskwise or rather tactical approach to excellence is uh, there must be clear roles defined roles expectations quality of the product when we talk of quality of the product we mean also services we mean uh, the output the outcome the quality of uh, outcome output must be clear and also the reward system must be formally outlined all these things must be formally outlined that people have a clear picture of what uh, is expected of them the role they play the role you play as a leader uh, they must understand your expectation of the quality of product they receive if it is service their services they receive their services they provide it is key it is key it is key when you are pursuing excellence in leadership that one is key the tasks for example we know that uh, in an urban setting we need a very good public transport system and that public transport system should not be in a private hand uh, it it can be in a private hand but ideally it should be provided by the government it should be regulated by the government and facilitated by the government the movement of people from this point to that point should be clear their security their protection the protection of the environment if we have a very good public transport system 
we can uh, deal with the issue of uh, traffic and when we deal with the issue of traffic it means that we are also dealing with the issue of noise we are dealing with the issue of uh, green gas emission we are dealing with the issue of uh, of uh, fuel consumption so many things are tied within uh, public transport so and traffic jams and uh, traffic uh, menace so we need to provide for the people that is just an example there are so many things uh, I provide people with clean water good sewerage system there are so many things that needs to be provided for uh, that needs to be looked into uh, properly but for the purposes of uh, our podcast uh, we are pointing out that we should not assume we should not assume that casual conversation roadside proclamations are enough just because you passed by a road and said that this road should be constructed and this type of vehicle should be passing through this place is not enough all these things must be formally outlined uh, that's why we have a state of the nation address that's why we have memos that's why we have gazettement that's why we have all these things that uh, we see it is because uh, we need them and uh, they have to be clearly outlined the same thing start start small at the family level at your household level start from there have outlined uh, clear roles and expectation and the quality of the outcomes and outputs that are expected in the family start from that point uh, people will learn from that point so i will uh, not discuss much on that i will leave it at that another point is uh, resourcefulness is key that is key element that is needed to excel and the most important resources one the two most important resources uh, uh, in life one is a human resource the other one is time resource those are the two most important resources the other are secondary finances minerals uh, name them all those other are secondary one human resource two time resource financial resource is important and must be provided for uh, because uh, even we know that money is a defense we know that uh, money is required to make things go round but before we think money let's think human resource let's think time resource ensure that the human resource is not wasted misappropriated or misplaced the keen eye of identifying the gifted is a gift of a leader a leader who's able to identify the gifted uh, and allocating them or assigning them uh, giving them the right task assigning them to the right task at the right time with the right people that is excellency at work Moses the great leader was able to identify the gifted 
when constructing the tabernacle and that's why the tabernacle that was constructed was so beautiful because Moses was able to identify the gifted that keen eye of identifying the gifted amongst your followers they're the gifted when we were growing up I had a friend of mine he was gifted uh, artist gifted gifted he could uh, reproduce a replica of anything he sees by painting it that is a gift we have gifted people in music we have gifted people in uh, designing we have gifted people and when we mean gifted people we're not just talking about raw talent we are talking about refined talent people who have gone to school to become engineers make them road engineers people who have gone to school uh, to study uh, to become doctors give them the opportunity to practice medicine that is key david had a keen eye in appointing his general job job was a loyal soldier to david and uh, the problem we're having today is tribalism nepotism racism these major vices uh, choke human resource honestly speaking racism tribalism nepotism favoritism that uh, does not have merit uh, tagged to it basically they choke human resource they often lead to insecurities and fear in workplace that reduce productivity and they lead to wastage of time as a resource since they lead to ad hoc requests uh, that make followers not to abide uh, to time or be able to complete their critical assignment at the required time they choke their abilities they bring about resentments so if we're going to do well if you're going to pursue leadership in 3D determined excellence we must find a way of rooting out tribalism nepotism and racism time is also a resource a major resource and uh, honestly speaking it should be properly managed managing time is a gift of leadership if a leader can manage time well that is a gift that is a gift uh, honestly speaking attend uh, winners international chapel services and see spirit of excellence in action on time management everything is timed everything goes as schedule and everything time management excellent excellent time management excellent time management you'll be surprised proper time management for followers for groups for teams is crucial managing of time is tantamount to understanding the seasons of the day if you are able to manage time it means that you understand the seasons of the day 
you understand the seasons of the week you understand the seasons of the month and for sure you understand the seasons of the year excellency therefore put a demand on good management of human and time resources and this eventually leads to proper management of finances and thus development and improvement michael lee further states that simply demanding task excellence isn't enough to guarantee that your team your group uh, the people that follow you will meet the performance standards and excel no he goes on to say that we need to be concerned with relationship so relationship excellence which i call emotional intelligence approach in relationship excellence in pursuit of relationship excellence uh, for me i call it emotional intelligence approach emotional intelligence is a term that was coined by Wayne Payne it has gained currency uh, Daniel Goldman has uh, popularized it and actually it refers to our ability to be aware of our emotions and the emotion of others uh, that is key part of emotional intelligence human resource is the most important resource that is why it is a pity when you see a developing nation invest heavily in developing human resource taking uh, its citizenry through a kindergarten to primary to secondary school sometimes to university then losing that person when they go out to other countries to uh, for further education or to for gainful employment it is a waste because so much money has been invested the subsidized education in primary school subsidized education in secondary school subsidized education in the university then uh, we allow such to such brain to drain out of the country to another one is a big waste why do developing countries then invest so much on developing human resources and thereafter lose them and without even caring repeat uh, the feat we do it and repeat and repeat and we don't care whether we are losing our professionals we it doesn't even bother us uh, and why do we lose our professional why do our professional run away or seek greener pasture mainly it is because uh, there are lack of opportunities uh, poor leadership corruption vices like tribalism nepotism racism uh, honestly speaking those things they are, they are the source of stagnation and uh, the stagnant strategies that they put in place choke creativity and innovation but it is important that brain drain must be confronted stopped and restructured that we may have the human resource that we train and develop uh, we allow their creativity and innovation help the nations uh, to develop it is important to know that human beings are social beings 
and that means that uh, humans are relational in nature and therefore emotional intelligence approach is vital for excellence in leadership this is important to note you've seen organization that flop because uh, the leadership did not have emotional intelligence countries flop because of lack of emotional intelligence family collapse because of lack of emotional intelligence so we need to go back to the basics and understand what this emotional intelligence is all about and as an approach towards uh, 3D leadership in pursuit of determined excellence we need to know what it is all about so the first thing is uh, get to know your followers get to know your team members get to know your group the people you the gang you 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 run with get to know them get to know your employees get to know your employer get to know them know people know them know what motivates them it is imperative that the leader takes time to know his or her followers and i'm not saying it from the angle of marketers that you study the customers trends uh, uh, consuming trends and behaviors to manipulate in order to take advantage of them in consumerism no i am not talking about that i'm not discussing that no that is a discussion on its own and uh, when we discuss that i'll bring a friend of mine from south africa uh, mr bogile to discuss the consumerism and how the marketers exploit uh how they exploit the consumers they use the trends they study your trends in order to ensure that you keep on going to the supermarket to buy their products it is a mind thing i'm not talking of that kind of manipulation when it comes to leadership do not know your followers to manipulate them no do not know your followers in order to manipulate them actually the bible teaches us that manipulation is a spirit of witchcraft so the problem is that this kind of uh, make marketers uh, mentality has mainstream itself in politics and we have leaders who are also studying their followers uh, because of uh, the rise uh, of prominence of uh, social media we have seen politician hire professionals to analyze trends habits the fears and the rallying point of their followers and have ex- exploited this to the detriment of the nation the economy the families uh, that that is a that that, that, that is a catastrophe that, that that is a, a disaster that is something that should not be happening with one tweet that excites your followers though prejudiced as the as the tweet might be but it is the rallying cry for the followers of a leader the leader tweets even though the leader knows that such tweets will divide the nation uh, will enhance hate and prejudices but because his analyst 
a social media analyst has already explained to him what he needs to do to exploit the emotions of his followers uh, he has no option but to do that honestly speaking that is a wrong approach that has nothing to do with excellence in leadership and those who practice uh, such are not uh, are not excellent uh, neither are they pursuing excellence in leadership but they are other uh, honestly speaking they are practicing witchcraft that is absolute witchcraft knowing the fears of the people or knowing their rallying call and using it to manipulate the emotions of the people uh said that uh, even if it creates prejudice if it creates hate if it is dividing the nation you don't care so long as it feeds your ego and uh, your pursuits that is not excellence in leadership that is witchcraft and that's why we see so much hate sometimes uh during electioneering years and in some countries it is a continuous activity that hate is perpetuated by leaders through tweets through posts whatever they are uh that is not excellence in leadership what we are saying here is learn to know your followers to make them better not dependent to make them better not psychophant learn their goals and aspirations and develop strategies that will support their aspirations and their goals by providing opportunities for them to grow and to use their strengths for the betterment of the nation for the betterment of the company for the betterment of the family whichever level that it is it is not for manipulation it is for the betterment uh, so let's look at it from that angle Uh another issue is um show your followers that you value them. Excellence in leadership will always show the followers that their opinions matter and they value them. Again, in this case we have King David as an example uh with Mesophesheth a difficult name that was a son of Saul a relative of Saul that David had to go and look for and um, though he was crippled David brought him back to the palace and uh gave him a seat on uh, gave him a seat that they could dine together he became a family So know your followers. I'm not saying that invite every follower into your home. No. I'm saying know your followers. Uh value them. Value their opinion. Uh that is key. It is important to be grateful to your followers. Always learn to say thank you. Uh I've had people who state that we they can only say thank you to God. Uh, that is a good thing. uh it is an important 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 thing to tell god thank you but it is also important to tell the people that follow you thank you it is very important to tell the people that follow you thank you yeah i grew up uh, when i was growing up my mother was strict and uh, she taught us uh, as a family uh, on the value of saying thank you and actually she taught us that uh, you don't only say thank you when you receive gifts but also you say thank you when you learn a lesson and that includes when you're being caned 
from the mistakes you've made you receive some canes she expected after 10 spanking uh, receiving 10 uh, stripes of spanking uh, on your behind you will uh, stand up and say thank you ma uh, so that, 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 that one was a uh, uh, key thing that uh, we grew up and we understood the value of saying thank you and I pray that this generation also understand the value of saying thank you thank you to your followers thank you thank you and thank you and um on this note i'm saying thank you for all those who are listening to this podcast thank you very much king david actually assembled a ragtag army but because he valued them he valued their opinion and he was a he he could say thank you so 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 many a times uh, and he considered uh, the people around him as assets and this lifted him from just being uh, a rebel to being the king of the most powerful nation on planet earth at that particular time Honestly speaking, you need to value the joys and the pains of your followers. Uh, understand what they hold dear in their culture and tradition and respect that. Uh, honor their uh, weddings and marriages, naming ceremonies, passages of rites, and I don't mean the retrogressive ones, holidays whether christmas easter edifitry remember them and allow your followers to enjoy them more importantly give your followers a voice in decision making always give your followers a voice in decision making i'm not talking about therapy that therapy uh, kind of uh, decision making no i'm talking about honest desire to know what your followers uh, really really want and uh, giving them a, a voice that they may air the they may participate in decision making when people feel they can speak freely t- to each other and to their leader then there is a lot of confidence optimism and uh, these all boils down to excellence in leadership excellence in leadership is not extremism but actually it is moderation that defines excellence in leadership i would like to quote uh, a quote that that i picked from maimonides the upright path is the middle path all the qualities known to people this is ancient wisdom places excellence in leadership in the following five categories humility excellence 
in pursuit of excellence in leadership humility is key and funny enough humility and confidence they go hand in hand jesus teaching his disciple he said it is the meek that inherit the earth how excellence in leadership always provides the confidence that a leader requires that he is the right person to do the right kind of work that he's doing uh resolving the challenges that are emanating uh he knows that he's the right person but at the same time he is humble enough to know that uh he has a hindsight that his success is predicated in genuinely creating space for others to lead as well and be active participant in tackling the challenges that they might be facing whether it is an organization whether it is a nation whether it is a continent it doesn't matter the key thing is you must have the confidence the boldness of a lion that you are you are the right person for the task ahead of you that confidence is important that boldness is important but you also must be humble enough to know that there are things you as a carnivorous lion might not know unless you consult with a herbivorous rabbit in order to come up with a, a solution that uh, helps the entire jungle that is key i think you've seen the lion king go and uh, and 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 we are told that patience is a virtue and as a virtue we must understand that patience is doing the right thing at, at the right time that is patience doing the right thing at the right time doing the right thing at the wrong time is an effort in futility excellence in leadership demand that one an individual a leader hones the instincts and the virtues of patience such that one does not make a rash decision but at the same time does not delay in decision making you've heard it time and again if it is not now it is right now kama si sasa ni sasa hivi that speech is devoid of excellence in leadership especially when it is demanding when that speech is in effort of demanding uh, a quick action without thinking timing is important and therefore patience is key waiting too long is procrastination 
there are those who wait for too long that is procrastination and that is a vice procrastination is a vice uh, and that is where now the, the that agency now kama si sasa ni sasa hivi comes that is where it matters now but it takes excellence in leadership that has honed instincts to determine whether patience or urgency is required per situation per time Absalom's David's son missed out uh, on the kingdom missed out being a king because he was not patient he was in a hurry to overthrow his father and therefore uh, he lost he lost it all he lost his life in the process uh, and he could not make it to be the third uh, king of Israel so patience is key but also agency matters so we have to balance the two then another key issue is time to play and time to plow excellence in leadership demands that there must be a balance between time to play and time to plow as a leader you must allow your followers to have fun you must allow your followers to play you must allow those people the gang you run with the employees the people that you're working with you must give them that room to rejoice and be glad there must be room to play david the great king always had time to enjoy by rejoicing in singing and dancing without play purpose we miss purpose it is the dryness of purpose that drains our energy and how do we oil that dryness it is by rejoicing by being glad by allowing play and therefore leadership becomes stale and excellence is stifled when there is no play there must be a time to play and a time to plow but also understand that leadership is all about trolling your sleeves and going to work leading your followers to overcome the challenges in order to develop and improve always have a sense of humor another aspect is uh, what i call the now and tomorrow's decision <laughs> this is a good one the now and tomorrow's decision excellence in leadership is confronted with decisions that are made in the now to help the people in the now at the same time leadership decisions that are made in the now do impact the lives of the people of tomorrow now for now decision must be made but narrow leaders focus on the merriment of the now at the expense of tomorrow's people therefore excellency in leadership demands a 360 view 360 degree viewpoint that considers even tomorrow's people for example in the ages past not so long ago conservation was not a key thing we were cutting forest as if we are chopping uh, it was just uh, madness 
any place you see forest it was an opportunity for you to cut down the trees and build a factory build something but the impacts now are dire the consequences are dire the global warming there are so many things that has come as a result of us not considering the decision that were made yesterday did not consider today but it is only fools who will do the things that were done erroneously in the past but repeat them in the present and i believe that uh, we we are no fools we are leaders we are no fools and therefore the decisions we make today we must be keen on how they will affect the people in the tomorrow i was discussing with a friend of mine and he said that uh, the current uh, pandemic has messed up the world that uh, we are pushing our great 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 grandchildren to be in debt today when we are resolving the issues of today but i pray that as we are trying to solve the issues of today let's put system in future that the pe- tomorrow people they will get they will come into planet earth that is uh, habitable hospitable friendlier and accommodative of all the races that is my prayer then uh, another key thing uh, when we pursue excellence in leadership is a regime of optimism and realism we must create a regime of optimism and realism excellence in leadership demands that you create optimism to your followers make the people to be happy to wake up happy to lay down to sleep happy uh, let them wake up to their daily chores without fear of intimidation or harassment but at the same time create an aura that allows your followers to recognize the realities of the day and face them realistically for example it is erroneous to perpetuate rumors and lies concerning covid-19 pandemics but it is imperative that you teach the people on the measures that are required for them to continue their day-to-day chores without spreading or being infected by the pandemic that is important we've seen it work and kudos to various uh, uh, organization and especially in my context uh, in Kenyan context the ministry of health through the cs we've seen uh, good things being done systems and and, and being put in place uh, it is quite impressive what has been done uh, that is the right way that is excellence in leadership another element of uh, pursuit of excellence in leadership is curiosity <laughs> this is also a good one uh, i like this one because uh, curiosity they say curiosity killed a cat 
but honestly speaking uh, a leader is not a cat so for leaders uh, we are allowed to be curious it is curiosity that has been motherboard of all inventions uh, unless we are curious we cannot invent unless we are curious we cannot invent uh, there are two types of curiosity the first is uh, being curious about the world uh, how curious are you it is the curiosity of the world that made uh, some african people uh, the phoenicians i think uh, to migrate and move uh, build ships that made them go to the americas before columbus went there that made them go around the earth before they went the phoenicians were able to go around it is only that uh, their stories was not documented but they managed to go around you see because they were curious they were curious they were curious and also uh, without we, 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 honestly speaking even if you don't like christopher columbus but what he did the curiosity that made him uh, to, to 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 go to india go to the americas that curiosity that kind of curiosity of what is in the world what is in the other side of the world is important honestly speaking uh racism the hate we see whether tribalism racism name them most of the time is because us as leaders we are too lazy to be curious on the other side of uh, our tribe the other side of our group we don't want to see the other side of the world so we become parochial uh, and, um, and and myopic in our view we have uh, uh, a view that uh, is so narrow uh, and we assume that all we know is all that he is there to be known no 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 there is more more to what you know please embrace curiosity the second type of curiosity is a genuine interest in other people in what motivates them in what drives them just because uh, I don't eat meat. I'm a vegetarian. Doesn't make me to be a lesser being. No. 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 The color of my skin, the color of my eyes, my height does not define who I am. If you want to know me, please. Please. Be curious enough. Be curious enough. Pick my mind. My mind define who I am. Pick my thought life. My thought life define who I am. Don't pick my skin. Don't pick the color of my eye. Don't pick anything but my mind. Another element is compassion. We have to be compassionate. Compassion to our followers. We need to cry with them when they cry. We need to laugh with them when they laugh. 
compassion is key uh, we need to be compassionate uh, be compassionate about the people be compassionate about what they go about when you we are able to be compassionate uh, we embrace compassion as a pursuit of excellence then uh, we know as leaders we are on the right track uh, we are uh, the compassion uh, i've seen uh, compassionate leadership i've seen people express compassion one major example is apostle paul who was very compassionate most of the books that he wrote was about compassion his uh his desire for the people his uh what he wanted to see coming out of the people that's why he said that uh, if he could uh, be the one who becomes a sin and a whole nation be saved it will be better that way for a whole nation to be saved and for him to be damned as an individual that was his point that is how he that was his thinking that is compassion that is what we call leadership you must be compassionate